0: Hello and welcome to the Way Out podcast. Andrew Logan here, great to be with you as always for another episode. Episode 241 on this Monday morning here in Australia. I hope you've had a great weekend. It is an absolutely magical day here. Uh 29 degrees in the middle of winter. Uh 29 degrees Celsius, it's which is 84 degrees Fahrenheit in the middle of winter, absolutely blue sky perfect day. And Angie and I did actually got up, we did our Monday morning routine. We got the kids off to school. We got all our emails and that sorted. And then we did just go outside and just lay out there and just get a little bit of sunshine, read our books, just relax for a little bit and and just really enjoyed this amazing weather. So wherever you are in the world, I hope you had a great weekend. I was down in Melbourne for the weekend, just working with some people down there, doing like a little leadership day down there, which was really, really cool. I'm going to share a bit about that on Thursday's podcast and just One of the things we discussed, I'll share a few things over the next few podcast episodes from that. But today, I do want to talk about a social media trend that's happening at the moment. And it's one that we really need to avoid. Now, I don't like to be negative. Obviously, it's all, you know, especially on a Monday, you don't want to start with a negative. But I really just want to be open and honest with why this is such a bad idea. And I can see why it's a good idea. I can see why it's a trend at the moment for a lot of people. And the reason I was just talking about the weather in particular, I mean, it is winter here. It is the well moving into the later stages of winter here, but we did have a, a bit of a colder, wet week last week with we this amazing week this week so far. Well, it looks like it's gonna be an incredible week. But it's summer in the Northern Hemisphere. So it's summer for the UK, for Europe, and for Northern America in particular. Big network marketing markets big audiences obviously big populations and it is a time where we have you know the spring and the summer shuffle and I've talked about this on some earlier podcasts you know earlier in the spring and summer for the northern hemisphere but it is a bigger time when there's a lot of movement going on people get a little bit itchy and we're coming into spring and summer and there's a it's an exciting time it's a high energy time and it is a time when people tend to move around a little bit now that happens, right? You know, not everyone finds their home straight away. And I'm not going to go down the path of whether it's a positive or negative. I think it's as long as it's done for the right reasons, obviously, people need to like a relationship. You need to maybe go out with a few people before you find the one. Some people find them immediately. Some people, that very first person they date, one of my very best mates, my groomsman, you know, the very first girl he met, he dated they married and they are just the happiest, most amazing couple you'll ever meet, the three beautiful children, all that kind of stuff. And other people, it doesn't quite work out that way. You might need to go to different gyms, you might try different diets, and some people need to try different companies before they find their home. Other people, maybe they do it for the wrong reasons, for external reasons and stuff like that. And not going to go into that part of it today because we've talked about that on other podcast episodes but what I do want to talk about is the trend that we're seeing at the moment because a lot of people are moving and because there's a a lot of network marketers in my audience which is great which is cool but you know you see a lot of these posts going around at the moment where people are sharing a lot about their company and and why they've decided to move and and being out there with you know the reasons that they've chosen xyz company and one of the things that they're saying some people are saying one of the things that we need to be aware of and this isn't just from a social media trend this is any time right just seeing a lot of it on social media at the moment but one of the things they're saying on their posts is this company pays x percent commission on what we earn and seeing a lot of big commission statements that set been talked about and i just saw one the other day that, and you know it was like i've moved over to this company because they pay 50 percent on every order now that's obviously great if you're talking to other networkers so let's talk about you know the the pros and the cons like obviously that's a great commission i have 50 percent commission is awesome that is something to celebrate the cons well you know if we're talking to our whole social media audience once we start talking about why i've chosen company x and what their commission plan is and all these sorts of things we start talking to a very niche audience we talk to only the people in our team who are already in network marketing. Now, again, we can talk about the the morals and ethics of talking specifically to network marketers about why my company is better than yours and and whether that's a a good idea or not. But just from a pure numbers point of view, there's 99% of the people out there in the world who don't know about network marketing yet and who are desperate to find a situation, desperate to find a solution to the situation that they're in. They're desperate for more energy, for better skin, for a a holiday, for some extra money, all these sorts of things. And they're the people we should be talking to, right? And that audience is 99 times bigger than the 1% of people who are in network marketing. And even then maybe the 0.1 or the 0.01% of people who are in network marketing, And who are unhappy and are currently looking to move and are currently looking for a different home, right? So, is it a great thing to be talking out in the open because it's it's speaking to such a niche, esoteric audience versus all the people out there who are just like, hey, man, I would I would love to earn two hundred dollars extra a week. Like I need oxygen, you know, give me three hundred to five hundred dollars a week. Like I need oxygen to put food on the table, to put food on the table for myself, my partner, my children. There are millions of people out there in the world like that, and especially at the moment as we go through inflationary pressures around the world, recessional challenges around the world, uh, you know, for uh, New Zealand, we talked about this earlier in a a podcast episode, New Zealand's officially in one, Australia, we're going to find out tomorrow, tomorrow's like a big announcement, probably we're, we're certainly staring at the edge of a cliff and we might get some good news tomorrow or some bad news. Now actually on that, tomorrow night, if you're listening to the podcast straight away, Tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Brisbane time, I've got a live training on my wall, three ways that you can survive and thrive in a recession. So even if it's not a recession yet, or if just recessional times, challenging times, three things that you can do to not only survive, but thrive, that will be on my li- on my Facebook as a live, so you can just join in. You don't need to click or sign up or anything for that. Just come along and join us there. Anyway, let's talk about, you know, like moving on from all those... Sorts of things that it's maybe it's not the best idea, and maybe we're talking to a very small audience when we do do it. But the reason it's a really bad idea is because getting business builders into your team, finding leaders, is obviously what everyone wants to do. You know, I want more leaders because leaders get me momentum, leaders give me growth, leaders give me leverage, all those sorts of things. And that is true, you know, we all want those unicorns, those those people who are going to come in and, and really come in with excitement and energy and bring a lot of other people in and we tap into their networks, all those sorts of things. Leaders bring great growth. But if we talk about residual income, residual income also comes from happy customers, people who continue to use our product or continue to use our service, continue to subscribe to their monthly orders That is where a lot of the residual income comes from the leverage in our business comes from having different builders like we think about it like a franchise you know network marketing is is a you know a modern-day franchise essentially so if you were mr. McDonald's mr. Ray Kroc and all these other people are setting up McDonald's you want more McDonald's being set up around the world because that means more leverage more burgers are potentially sold but you still need customers to come into these McDonald's. So you want the business builders there building their own little McDonald's, their own, you know, shack wherever it is around the world, but you also need the customers coming in and out and regularly ordering ordering their Big Mac and fries and and you know, saying yes, I'll take fries with that and supersizing and all those sorts of things. So, if we think about it from a customer point of view and the customer is the key to residual income, at the end of the day, the business builders give us growth, but the customers give us residual and residual income is what gives us freedom because the reliability of income is what gives us freedom. Again, we've, we've got to get our mindset correct on that. Is the customer going to be happy knowing that they're paying twice as much as they really need to for the product? Because you've just announced out there that 50% of what the product is worth is coming into your pocket. And that's what we need to think about. Sometimes we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot a little bit and, and 50% is quite a small number. I've seen some bigger numbers announced out there, like really big, crazy numbers. And I always feel like just messaging the people and saying, Hey, like, you know, I'm really excited for you, but do you think this is the best thing to comment openly? Because again, let's say it's a, it's a hundred dollar product and you get a $50 commission on that people. There's, there's price that we pay and there's value that we get. So that person is now openly aware because they've seen you announce it on your social media that you, like, they paid $100 for something that was actually $50 worth of value. So do they feel great about reordering? Do they feel great about the order they have? There's there's always a bit of buyer's remorse and buyer's regret. And a lot of people, you know, they hit that buy button and then they spend the next three days stressing about it and talking themselves out of it and convincing themselves as soon as it arrives, they're just going to send it back, all those sorts of things. So if I've just spent $100 on something that was only worth 50, that buyer's remorse doesn't help. Like I'm going to be pretty annoyed and I'm definitely not going to be thinking, hey, I should order that every single month for the next 10, 20 years because I don't feel really good about the value that I'm getting compared to the price that I was charged. And we have to think about, we always need to think about like what's, if we want to build a strong, reliable business, we need happy, reliable customers who order over and over again. We need business builders who can coach and mentor them. We need that franchise setup, but we need happy customers who continue to come back, continue to come back, continue to come back. And they want to know that they're getting value. They want to know that they're getting products that are, you know, awesome to a very high standard, incredibly amazing. They solve a problem in their life. They provide a solution for them and they're getting it at a good value because that's one of the things network marketing does. And what I used to train, because we used to train this kind of stuff in our team. And you may be sitting here saying, yes, but we want to sell freedom. We want to sell excitement, all that kind of stuff. And thousand percent, we can sell the dream, we can sell vision, we can sell excitement and freedom without physically mentioning numbers. Because as I train all the time on the podcast in videos, in my book, all that kind of stuff, freedom is a very visceral motion. Freedom is the fact that Angie and I could say, you know what, actually, let's just stop for an hour and go outside and enjoy this beautiful weather in the middle of winter. And we get to do that, right? And we get to enjoy that That's a measurement of freedom. Is it, hey, how much money do we need to spend to do this? We didn't need to spend any. We just have the freedom of choice to not go to work. So we got to do that this morning. Freedom is an emotional, visceral feeling that we can sell through our life, through happiness, through, you know, the things that we're doing during the day, the places that we are, the, you know, just sharing all our life on our social media and our stories and all that kind of stuff. Money is a black and white figure. It's an objective number. Now, the money helps us buy the freedom, but the freedom is the visceral thing. So, of course, we want to sell amazing vision and freedom, of course, but we don't need to sell, hey, this is how much money I'm making off you. We don't need to openly announce that kind of stuff. Now, as I said, when we used to train this in our team, I'd always talk about it like let's just talk about it as if it's a property, a house or a car even, but let's say it's a property and you've got a real estate agent and the house is a million dollars but it is your dream home. And it's like, you know what? Like, We've kind of got $850,000, $900,000 is our budget. That's really maxing things out. But this is the dream home. This is everything we've ever wished for. This is everything our family could ever imagine. It's a beautiful house and the kids all have their own you know, bedrooms and everything's amazing and all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's a little bit further away. It's a little bit more than we want to spend. And we go to the real estate agent. We say, look, we, we're in love with it, but $900,000 is really as much as we can afford. And the real estate agent said, it's a million dollars. That's as that's as cheap as I can possibly get it to you for. That's all I can really do for you. And you say, you know what? Okay, we, we'll, we'll sacrifice. We'll take on some extra shifts. We'll sell the second car. We'll do what we need to do. And we get that million dollars. Now, we get the million dollars. We go to the real estate agent. We buy the house. We have the dream home. The next day, the real estate agent is out then, like with this $100,000 check saying, oh my goodness, how amazing has it been a real estate agent? I just made $100,000 on this sale. Do you feel great about the real estate agent at that moment in time? Do you feel like a million dollars was the cheapest the house probably could have been sold for? The value and your budget versus the price that you were charged... And if the real estate agent is sitting there on their social media the next day saying, oh my good, like, how good is this? Look at this massive check, like 10% commissions, awesome. You're not gonna feel great, are you? You're gonna be like, I, I would be quite annoyed. Now, again, I, I invest in property a lot. It's something that Angie and I use as a wealth vehicle. We have no problems with real estate agents being paid what they're worth for the work that they do. No problem at all but I also don't ever see any of them. I don't see anyone in any industry sitting there saying, oh my goodness, look how much money I made from this customer today. Look how much money I'm going to be making from each person. My best mate, who's a surgeon, like he doesn't sit there on his Facebook and say, man, for every surgery I do on this, like for every X, Y, Z surgery, look at the commission I'm going to make. You should all become surgeons with me. Like We just need to think about sometimes we need to be smarter and and we worry so much about the negativity in our industry and we get frustrated by the social media trolling and, you know, the anti-MLM movements that are out on social media and all those sorts of things, Netflix documentaries, all those sorts of things. Maybe we just need to not do some of the things that we're doing and that would really, really help. And to me personally, Angie and I are incredibly blessed and fortunate that we found our home, you know, first go essentially. And, and, you know, absolutely in love our home, all that kind of stuff. We know other people need to move around it, and we know some people do it for the right reasons. Some people don't. And, you know, that's, that's just human nature. That's just life. But if you ever do move, never slag off your old company. Okay. Done a podcast episode on that earlier. Like just ne- never slag off your old company and never tell us why your compensation plan in this one, why you actively chose the compensation plan and how much money you're making off each order. You can talk about other things that you like about this company, you can talk about other things that attracted you to it. But A, I would always encourage you to remember who you, who do you really want to talk to in your audience? Do you want to talk to the 1% that are already in a company or the 99% that are looking for a solution to change their life? And B, We've got to think about, all right, I'm setting myself up for the long game. I am in this for the long game. I want to create a rock solid, stable, like, you know, financial freedom empire. And to do that, i got to know that I've got well-trained business builders, people who know what to do, people who can run a business without me. And we've got customers who love our products and they order them over and over and over and over again because that's what residual income is. And there is absolutely no residual income if there's no customers who are happy with the value that they're getting for the price that they pay. We all make a commission that's amazing. We can sell an incredible freedom dream to the people who are looking at it. We can create an incredible leverage and cash flow through amazing builders in our team, a thousand percent. But our job is to get happy customers continuing to reorder our product. And that's how we get residual income and our reliable income is what buys us freedom. Always have to remember that paradox. Don't tell me about your best weeks, tell me about your lowest weeks, because your lowest weeks are what we base our freedom on. With the good weeks, all right, yay, let's go out for dinner, let's take a nice holiday, yeah, maybe we can look at upgrading the car. The minimum weeks, the low weeks, they're the ones where as long as I can pay my bills on the minimum weeks, then I can enjoy freedom and I get to enjoy the cream on top on the good weeks. But again, Just think about that real estate agent, just think about that house, just think about how you would feel about all the sacrifices you made to find that extra money to buy that house, and then someone out there is just flaunting it out there, like, look how easy this money was to make. And I know a million dollar house is very different to a $500 package, but it's the same thing. Whether it's a million dollar house, a $500 package, a $5 pack of gum from the corner store, it's not the price we pay that the value we get on whether we go back and order it again. And for a lot of people, just that $500 box is all the money they have in the world right now. And that's a shame, that's horrible, and and that's why we have this amazing opportunity to help them. Let's make sure they get incredible value so they're happy to spend that five hundred dollars next month and next month and next month, and then we show them the incredible compensation plan to help them get their product for free and even create an additional income stream. All those sorts of things. So I hope you got value out of today's episode. As I said, you know a little bit different, and you don't. I don't like to be too negative. I try and keep this podcast as positive as possible, but also sometimes we just got to call out some of the silly things that we do because part of this podcast, my book, my videos, all that kind of stuff is because I love this industry. I really care about this industry. And I really hope that we can change how people see this industry, in particular, how we carry ourselves financially. And if we sat there and said, guys, this is the greatest leveraged cash flow producing asset you can find in the world and the greatest stepping stone on the way to financial freedom. And I'm going to do this professionally. I'm going to do this with authenticity and integrity. We could totally change the network marketing industry. It's going to take some time, obviously, but that's my goal. That's my vision. And that's what gets me up doing these podcasts each day. So, or each week, I should say. So again, hope you got value out of it. And I will see you for another podcast episode on the Thursday. We'll talk about some of this leadership training I did over the weekend. And if we do see you on the Facebook live, I can't wait to see you there. Really looking forward to that Facebook. And I will see you there as well. See ya.